There's a big difference between having a team and having a strategic team. A team can cause more work for you, always needing your involvement to finish their tasks. But a strategic team not only takes work off of your plate, but owns a whole area of your business to help you scale it to a whole new level. So let me ask you, CEO, in your business, do you have a team or have you built a strategic team? Hey there, CEOs. You're listening to the Wedding Pro CEO Podcast, and I'm your host, Brandy Gar. I'm a wedding pro just like you who's built one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida. But it wasn't that long ago when that success came with long days, sleepless nights, and little to no pay. Fast forward to today where I have the business I've always dreamed of, a killer team, steady profit, and weekends with my family. Over the past three years, I've taught more than a thousand wedding pros how to do the same. My mission is to create a movement of wedding pros who are ready to build a profitable wedding business that they've always dreamed of. If you're ready to scale your business this year past where you could have ever imagined, this episode is for you. Sydney, thank you so Hi. much for being on the show today. Yeah. This is going to be fun. I've been listening forever, plus I've been a student of yours forever now. So yeah, I'm really excited. Yeah, this is going to be so good. Can you tell everybody just a little bit about who you are and what you do in the industry? Yeah, so I'm Sydney Garvey and I run Garvey's Gardens. I started as a flower farmer back in 2020 and then we expanded to a retail brick and mortar florist shop and we do weddings and we flower all of life's occasions and we are out in the western slope of Colorado so Grand Junction but so we flower anywhere in Colorado and eastern Utah which includes Moab so we cover a very mm. large area I love hearing you describe it as we flower these places uh-huh. you know yeah <laughs> it's yep. so interesting to me I love it so tell me a little bit about your business a year ago because I know you said oh I've been a student of yours forever but really I think it's, it's been, a year, been a year right mm-hmm. which does feel like, like forever. forever we were chatting just over a few minutes before the show mm-hmm. and I'm just like Sydney it just feels so awesome to hear you describe what's going on in your business today yeah but I guess, could you tell us a little bit about what your business looked like a year ago? So at the beginning of 2023, I had just wrapped up. I was a student of the Abundance Group, so Dale and Ashley, and they're amazing. I was in the middle of opening the brick and mortar shop, hiring my staff for that. Really had no idea (laughs) now looking back, like what it would take (laughs) to run the brick and mortar. But like we had been in a flower Mm -hmm. farm and I had been doing weddings. And so I just knew that I really wanted the weddings are what I love besides growing the flowers. So bringing the weddings up more and having somebody who focuses on that was a really big piece for me. Plus there's yeah. like, I didn't want yeah. like a brick and mortar coach or a florist coach. Cause I do things so differently as a flower farmer as like, that's my primary mm-hmm. thing is that we do all locally grown flowers and a lot of them are from our farm. So I didn't, I knew the flower side. It was the, business side, the wedding business side specifically that I wanted more help with. So literally, I think I've been listening to this podcast since I started flower farming. And (laughs) so it was just one of those things like, yep, okay, like you did a round and it was, let's make 2023 a really, really great year for weddings. And we did, we tripled the number of weddings between 2022 and 2023. And then this year we're looking at tripling again. That is incredible. You said that you tripled, obviously, and you're going to triple again. Mm -hmm. This time, what's different about how you're going to triple your business, do you feel like? 
The biggest thing is that I have a team. They are in the shop, so everybody works shifts in the shop, and then we each kind of have our specialty as well. One of them handles our consults in the sales aspect of it, and then me and another one swoop in when we need to, but yeah. The fact that we have a team now and I don't have to do all the consults and I don't have to do all the weddings and we can do multiple weddings in a day. Yes. One of the things that you mentioned to me when Mm -hmm. we first started working together was that you were like, I do all of the weddings, right? Like I have a team, I have people (laughs) that help, but I don't, I feel like it's all on me. And you were like, I just don't know how to do any more weddings than we already do. And Mm -hmm. I think What's been really fun is just today, you were like, so I had a consult for a massive wedding and my sales manager had another consult at the same time. And I was like, yes, this is what, this is what we built, right? Like this is it because for you, it wasn't about the fact that you didn't have team members yet. It was more about the fact that your team wasn't strategically built to be able to take on the influx of business that you could book, right? Yep. So now you don't have to be in the middle of all of it. You know, they can handle things without your intervention, which helps a ton, I'm sure. Yeah. And giving them that power too is just awesome to see them Mm -hmm. rise to that occasion and take it on. And like we set goals, but then to be in a manager meeting and they're like, no, I want to do more. And it's like, Okay. Awesome. Like, let's go get them. Yeah. And it's so cool to even hear you say we had a manager's meeting. I'm like, yes, girl. Because especially, you know, for anybody that's listening, if you have multiple streams of revenue, like Sydney does, right? It's like, you've got the farm, you've got the shop, you've got weddings. Mm -hmm. Having your brain spread between the three is so difficult, but being able to manage and pour into the three people who are really going to service those areas is so much easier and think about just how much you're scaling. One of the other things that I found really, really interesting, I'd love for you to touch on this, is that you said, I don't want a florist coach. Like, I already know how to do that. And I think one of the biggest misconceptions with the accelerator is that people say, oh, is it just for planners? I feel like it's just for planners. I think because I am a planner, I'm not really sure why people think that. But we have all kinds of wedding pros inside the accelerator Because it is really a business course. It's not about like how to make timelines or, you know, how to process flowers. I don't, I don't know how to do that. And I'm not, you know, so, but but the business behind your business is the same, no matter what kind of a pro you are. So can you touch on that a little bit? Like, what was it that made you know you didn't necessarily need a floral coach? And what was it? Was there a piece of content or something that I said that helped you say, yeah, like, this is going to be the place I go? So the floral side of it, like I have the creative floral side down and even as flower farmers Mm -hmm. in general, we always are like, yeah, growing the flowers is the easy part. Easy being, you know, in quotes, like (laughs) for us, that part is the easy part. It's then selling them. That's the hard part. And so same thing as a florist, it's, you know, ordering the flowers in from wherever you order them from. We're a hundred percent American grown, but you can get them from everywhere. Ordering them in like your business flows as a florist and creating the arrangements that's our bread and butter, but that's what we love to do. And so a lot of the time it's mm-hmm. creating the back end systems that really hold us back. And so having it be a really easy lead funnel for people to reach out to like, it was all over the place to me originally. And so it was just yeah. knowing how to have all those streams 
a funnel, really, is what I'm describing. <laughs> so yeah. how to make a yeah. funnel. And how to streamline all of it, right? Before I signed up, I didn't really know what a funnel was. I knew it, like, actually yeah. what it was, but not how to make it happen. <laughs> and so that was huge. And then I think just your prowess around website plus social and ads and, like, just all the resources that you have was really a big mm -hmm. selling mm -hmm. point. So... I was looking back in the course because now I just go back and pinpoint after going through all of it and listening to everything. It's like, okay, now I just go back and cherry pick what I need when I need it, which is really nice. So like when we were yep. redoing our website, go back to the website sections and marketing. You added in a lot of stuff about the chat bots and Instagram and socials, which was really helpful. Mm -hmm. And then I went back recently and rewatched an interview you guys did with Google ads. Yeah. Lots of new stuff always being popped into the program yeah. as we're learning new stuff and which is always a lot of fun to be able to keep going back to the program and and grabbing things out of it like you said as you go and as you're growing because yeah when you come in you know you're at one place and then it's like okay I've grown so much so let's see what else that you can get out of the program do you feel like you set a goal when you started the program cuz I feel like Correct me if I'm wrong, so, but I think you joined like the same day your shop opened or very, very close <laughs> to the yeah, same time. Yeah, that probably wasn't the best choice of mine. Like I should have just joined earlier. I set just a goal of like going through everything. I really wanted to do the CEO Monday meetings and like be on the calls more, but that just didn't happen mm -hmm. because of me opening mm -hmm. the shop. So I was one of the weird ones where even though you offer all this amazing video coaching and stuff, I didn't really take you up on it until yeah. later in the game because I was just, my life was so busy, but there was so much value in the class itself that that was mm -hmm. great. So I really, my goal was that my husband does triathlons. And so when he was doing triathlon training and I was at the lake and I would be kayaking or walking or whatever, I was always listening to section. So it was like, okay, this week we're going to go through the mindset module. This week we're going to go through the marketing module. And so I would be listening as we were at the lake. So it was like my CEO morning listening yeah. to the modules and stuff. And then when we got home, I would be able to go back and like do what you had talked about. Yeah. I think that that's so helpful for people to hear because I often hear people say, you know, I'm in busy season and I just don't know how I fit it in right now. And I'm with you. I mean, I I always have a business coach 100% of the time. I always have a business coach. I feel like there's never really a great time, you know, to join. No. I don't think there's ever a time where you're like, I'm no. just going to sit on the beach and drink margaritas and, you know, do this whole program. That's not going to happen. But if you know that it's important to you and you're going to make that investment back, you find time to do it. And I love that you were saying like you, your husband was training for triathlons and you listen. Like mm -hmm. I love encouraging our students to say, just listen to the modules like a podcast, make notes in your phone or whatever and say, I need to go back to this one yep. and then go back and do that thing. So I think that that's really, really helpful advice for anybody that's listening. And because all the calls are recorded too, like once I finished yeah. the modules listening to it, then I would listen to the calls and yeah, it was just very, very helpful. It is great to hear from you that you weren't able to make a lot of the calls and still got so much value out of it. So one of the things I'd love to ask you is, I know you said that you guys were looking at tripling your wedding business this year. What else is going to be different mm -hmm. about your business this year? Like what kind of projections are you looking to make if... There's numbers you're willing to share. We'd love to hear them, but you don't have to. Yeah. Um, tell us about that. Yeah. Well, the shop was weird. Like the brick and mortar florist side was weird because 
Didn't really know where that was going to end up. So yeah, yeah, now we actually have numbers to base it off of. But tripling like number of weddings this coming year because of having the staff budget wise, really, that's the biggest thing was that we actually have a spending plan going into this year. Um, And so that is that's huge now that we have enough years of business under our belt. And this year, I'm not planning on adding like a whole nother side of things like yes. I was last year where I added yes. so many things this, this year's is the year more to like, make money okay <laughs> yep exactly yep. like actually do that and yeah having the spending plan which is from the template that you have in the accelerator mm-hmm. and having that all planned out and it wasn't hard to switch your template into like a florist template yeah of good. what we pay for in the shop and everything else yeah. like it was very easy to modify it and make yeah. it work for us too so I love that I love that. And I think what's so fun about working with you is that it's like last year was a huge year of spending for you, right? Mm-hmm. And it and because yeah. you were opening up the brick and mortar, like yep. and anybody that knows, anytime you make mm-hmm. a big business venture, you're going to have a t- tremendous outlay of cash. And there's so much unknown that you just don't mm-hmm. know what you're going to have expenses coming up. So, one of the things I love for this year that we're really really focused on for you is profit. Like, let's stick to the spending plan. You know, if it's not on the spending plan, it has to be a dire need. And my husband and I go through years like that in our business. You know, it's like, this is a spending year. This is a savings year. And it helps to kind of balance it out. So I'm excited for what you're going to do in your business this year. And you asked earlier, now that you said that there was one episode in the podcast, but I honestly don't know if this was before I signed up or not, but where you were talking about (laughs) operating in the red. And that was just like really comforting to be like, okay, I'm not the only one that's doing this for right now. Like you see a way out. It's not like you're going to close or anything, but like you're doing it because you did this big investment somewhere and you know, you're going to make it up, but like how? Yeah. I think that that's important. I do try to share, you know, obviously inside of the program, I am a lot more transparent about numbers and things like that, but I do like to share on the podcast that it's not all roses and sunshine. And some years you're in the red you purposefully, right? Like, you know, yeah. you're going to be because you're going to make a huge investment and then you've got to really work hard to make that investment back. So it's not, you know, you're not always in the red just because you screwed something up. It's, it's, it's often because you're making a very thoughtful, intentional plan to do that, but you can only do that for so long, right? Before you're out of money. Yep. And so it's yep. kind of like, okay, how are we going to fix this now? So, Sydney, if there was somebody that's listening, you know, this episode will air right around the same time you joined last year. So if there's somebody that's listening that is like, okay, will this work for me? What would you say to them? Yeah, I would say if you're a florist of any sorts of wedding floral designer, I'll do it from that angle. Yeah, (laughs) please. I love it. Florist flowering weddings and you feel like, you know, you have the flower side down, but your business end could use some TLC. Like you can't go wrong. So, (laughs) yeah. And really, if you think about it, like one wedding and you paid for it. So yeah, there you go. Yeah. That's always my thought too. When I join a a program Mm -hmm. or I sign up with a new business coach, I'm like, what would I have to do to make this money back? Like, even if I, you know, didn't double my revenue, even if I didn't, you know, whatever, um, what would I have to do? And it's like, really, that's it. That's it's one wedding, you know? And so when you think about it in that perspective, you're like, it's kind of a no brainer because you could keep doing the same thing you're doing every year and burn out real quick, or you could get some help and, and scale really big. Yeah. So I love it. 
I love it. This is super helpful. Mm -hmm. Sydney has a podcast, which is Garvey's Gardens podcast, right? Yeah, it's me and my marketing manager, Audrey. So it's nice and conversational. And we talk all things flowers and farming and weddings and just things that we do here in Western Colorado too. Sydney, thank you so much for being here. Thank you for having me. Hey there, wedding pro. Are you feeling overwhelmed, burned out, and wondering how you will ever pay yourself an actual salary from this business you're building? I get it. I'm a wedding pro just like you. I sat in this season of overwhelm and no pay for way too long. Now I own one of the largest planning firms in Orlando, Florida, while doing less than five weddings myself each year. And yeah, I pay myself a full-time salary too. And I'm not alone. Hundreds of other wedding pros just like you have gone from overwhelmed pro to confident CEO by using the proven strategies I teach inside the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator. I tell Brandy all the time how grateful I am for her. Before joining with her, I thought I was successful and I was successful, but I was working 24 seven, barely making a profit. Now, over a year later, working with her, it's just been life changing. We have our Monday calls. I voice text with other wedding planners all over the nation. And it's helpful just to have someone that's done what we're trying to do. And that is what the CEO Accelerator Group has helped and taught me to do. Inside the Accelerator, you get lifetime access to the six step-by-step modules that walk you through the pillars of a profitable wedding business. The financial services spreadsheet that Brandy gives you as a part of the Accelerator is worth the price of the Accelerator alone. If you need clarity on finances, your budget, if you can hire, if you can even pay the people that you have hired, go get the Accelerator because that spreadsheet gave me the knowledge and power to make the decisions to continue hiring and growing my team in the way that I want to. But what good is all of this knowledge without accountability, community, and of course, a place to ask your most burning questions? When you join the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator, you also get six months inside our live coaching membership. It literally has changed the way I do business. It has changed the way I view things. It has changed the way that I manage things. It is totally amazing to be able to sit with CEOs that have been through what I've been through, have been through the trenches and can give me the insight as to how they got through it. It doesn't feel like, oh my gosh, I'm the only person on the planet who feels this way. No, there's tons of other CEOs that feel the same way I do and we can talk about it, think through it and we can learn. It is absolutely amazing and if you're thinking about it, you should do it. The Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator is the best of a course, a membership, and a group coaching community all in one. The group has been so supportive and has really kept me sane through the busiest season I've ever seen in my career. For that, I'm really thankful. Looking forward to the next year and all the things I have to learn to grow and scale my business and super excited for the next steps. Here's the thing. You can absolutely listen to this show every single week to get nuggets that will help you scale your business. And over the course of a few years of piecing together all of that free information, you could very likely grow a successful wedding business. Or you can join the Wedding Pros CEO Accelerator today to get the proven step-by-step roadmap you need to ditch the overwhelm, build maximum profit, and step into your role as confident CEO, all in just six short months. 
In 2021, we did 220,000 in revenue, which I was so excited about at the time. In 2022, where we sit now, our revenue came in around 560,000. Honestly, I attribute so much of that to really being able to grow. I actually no longer take on weddings myself. I'm really able to focus and be the CEO of my company. And that's come with a lot of guidance from the Accelerator Group, all of the other incredible CEOs in that program, bouncing ideas off of each other, asking for the help and hearing from other people and what's worked and what hasn't. Just click the link in the show notes below to learn more about the Wedding Pro CEO Accelerator and let's build your profitable wedding business together.